0: The most LSD movie ever stars Mickey (laughs) Rooney. And I'll stand by that. Motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef.
1: All right, everybody. It's one fucking hour time. I am Evan Husney, of course. Welcome to the show, where we talk about one movie for one fucking hour. Uh, We also got Tom Fitzgerald in the house, and guess what? It's your birthday. What's going on, Tom? It's
0: kind of my birthday, (laughs) and we kind of make a thing out of our birthdays, I
1: guess. And so here we go again, year two. That's right, year two, birthday year two. And we got also Mr. Marcus Herring. Uh,
2: What's up, everybody? It's not my birthday, but... Not yet. Happy birthday, Tom.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> this should be a, a grueling
0: night.
2: Daddy.
1: <laughs> no, no, there's plenty of time for that. Okay. This, this is going to be grueling, guys. Okay. Be All right, everybody. This is, of course, Tom's birthday episode. And if you're uh, new to the show, we do a little thing here um, every year, I guess now. It's a tradition where uh, whenever it's one of our respective birthdays, we get to pick uh, a film uh, to cover on the show uh with no pushback from anybody else it is just <laughs> no notes no notes it's just a completely uh, unfiltered uh pick that indulgence. we get th- it's pure indulgence what on was the show your birthday movie? so my birthday movie uh was pin a plastic nightmare right. mm-hmm. they are usually movies that um under no other circumstance we would cover uh, other than <laughs> if it's someone's birthday so i had pin a plastic nightmare last year marcus you had
2: I had Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I've heard of it. What is it? Star Wars? Yeah. Huh. Again, a movie we we would never cover. And, you know, right. Normal.
1: Indeed. So, that's right. Well, we but but we did our own unique take on Star Wars, the original it was film. a good up. Yeah. yeah, it was a great up. And then Tom, uh, you kicked this all off uh, one year ago, uh, around now, this mm-hmm. time now, uh, doing your your very special birthday episode, which was on.
0: Cracking Up, a.k.a. Smorgasbord, the 1983 Jerry Lewis film. So uh, that's a top fiver.
2: Our audience needs no intro to that film, since it probably comes up more than any other film does. in history on this On film. the show. Probably.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, for technical reasons, yeah. uh, there's a little side moment. Moment. Yeah, moments but, are uh, moment. But, yeah, it's a top fiver for me. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, today for year two mm-hmm. of Tom's B-Day uh, special...
1: Um, <laughs> Uh, let's do another top fiver. And so, uh, so, so, what you mean is this is an all time top fiver. This is an all time top fiver for this guy. Wow. Yeah. For big birthday boy. I know. I'm a bold statement, but uh, I stand by it. I okay. really feel that way. All right. Wow. Well, we're about to get into it here uh, for Tom's big birthday. Is episode fifty six of the show, and I can't believe this is real. But we're doing one fucking hour on the movie that Tom brought for his birthday, which is. BJ Lang oh, presents. God. Can I change my mind?
0: AKA. Can, <laughs> okay. can I change my answer? Uh,
1: <laughs> also known as the manipulator, which we'll get into uh, from 1971. Um, but uh, shall we? Shall we start the hour? Let's start the clock. You got it. I got it. So we're gonna do. I'm gonna do it right here on my phone. Here we go. Click. All right. Okay. First, a little bit of uh, background on the film, because I'm sure nobody listening to this has ever seen this movie. Maybe. This is a pretty deep cut, but uh, here we go. So uh, feel free to correct me along the way here. This is my stab at piecing together what this movie is about. Okie doke. Um, BJ Lang Presents, a.k.a. The Manipulator from 1971, is a lost curio, okay, from the acid-inspired days of indie filmmaking. A tripped-out vision of insanity featuring a lead performance by Mickey Rooney. who plays a delusional wannabe film director who has abducted a woman that he keeps captive in his warehouse filled of old stage props. Uh, This is mostly a two-person theater piece that is amplified by wild editing, hyperkinetic photography, strobe lights, freeze frames, and every imaginable camera trick in the book. Uh, It's truly an experimental audiovisual experience disguised as a grindhouse genre film.
0: I think I uh, couldn't have put it better myself, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's a good um <laughs> boilerplate
1: kind of wikipedia
2: yeah. uh,
0: entry um yeah.
1: grindopedia entry. Grind. Um <laughs> yeah. all right, but let's let me can I let me kick this off to you right. because obviously this is your birthday. It's your movie. right. Okay. But um <clears throat> You know, typically with birthday movies, there's there, there's a backstory, there's a personal journey. Yes. Uh, a Martin Scorsese personal personal journey through cinema type of yeah. background with something like this. So, what is your personal journey with B.J. Lane? Okay, well, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna break it
1: down. I'm gonna be indulgent, birthday boy. So, okay, so it's
0: 1980 shit. It's 1988, I think. Mm. And my friend Matt, shout out to Matt. Mm. Uh We were into weird films, but I didn't really know. You Know, I was so young, you know, we were just kids, kind of high school kids, and we didn't know how to get a handle on all these insane films. I was into it, and like I had cult movie books and stuff, but anyway, he had an innovation. He would get Psychotronic Magazine from Tower Records, and uh, awesome. you know, and yeah, he lived well, he lived in Manhattan. I would hang out with him uh, from Westchester, and he he got Psychotronic Magazine, and he realized that there's all these um weird fly by night mail order companies in the late 80s, right? And one was called Cape. Copy Center. Now the thing about Cape Copy Center is that it had such an uncool name because all the other names back then, you know, were still like cool and like, you know, like dude it out like video
1: wasteland.
0: Right. You know, and this like, is like video this, ooze. That, yeah. that was Sinister. a company. Huh? Sinister.
1: Yeah. Well, is but is this is this like, you know, like uh, at ad, like advertisements in the back of psychotronics? Yeah, well, let me explain. Like so, classified. Yes, and, exactly. Okay. So they would this guy,
0: Don Metz. Jesus! It had Cape Copy Center, which was so uncool sounding, and all, and you know, <laughs> everyone else had things like skulls and like severed heads being held by the hair, you know, for their, uh, you know, in the back of the magazine like ads logo, yeah, right, yeah. for like you know, video search in Miami and stuff. It was all like cool, but this guy just had typewriter text in 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 in, in um, nonstop text. Like each line would just roll into the other. Oh, and, just right. go, right. and so anyway, my so get to get to the point. So my friend Matt was like, oh, okay. Like he's pretty sharp guy. And he was like, this is looking interesting. Right. Like, what this guy's on some other shit. And this right. is like still the 80s. Right. So he grabbed what he thought looked interesting, BJ Lang presents, because Don Metz of Cape Copy Center was like, This is crazy shit. But I swear, if I had seen that title
1: or even the v- video um at a video store, I'd been like, I don't know. Like whatever. Just just real real quick, just to hold on, back up mm-hmm. for the audience. Like just to contextualize, I mean, at this time, nineteen eighty-eight, you're this is what you guys are doing. I mean, you're going you're you're acquiring movies like this through the backs of these catalogs and deep diving, no, no, them. he
0: started. I, I didn't even know. I didn't okay. even know that that was a thing. And like, oh, okay. and the beauty is that he was like, he just went and did it. Like he got a psychotronic and he went, wait a minute, these crazy people are selling fly, you know, fly by night VHS dubs, and this guy looks real interesting. Cape copies,
2: and this is it. you pre being ahead basically
0: yeah i mean i just liked i had the cult movie book inside you know encyclopedia psychotronica right. okay like i was a real novice and he was too it's just he did this other layer depth you know of depth and i was like oh i like this so anyway he got <laughs> he got like six movies right from don metz of cape copy center okay so i i, I roll over his house because i would just crash at his place in uh you know the west side and uh he's just like oh, i got this one B J. only presents it and i was like I don't know. Like, okay. B.J. link presents. Yeah. yeah like, like, like <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, whatever. Cause we were looking at like the worm eaters or like schoolgirls in chains. And I was like, okay. Like the titles were adding up in my mind. So anyway, he put, I'll get to the point. He, he puts on B.J. link presents and he doesn't know either. He's like, I just got them. He was saying, <laughs> he's was like, let's take a look. He got like six of the tapes and we're both like, and I remember the first moment that's big for us. Cause we were just curious. Actually, my friend was like, Matt was like, I like the slow motion rain and the moody music. Yeah. In the very beginning with the credits. The then we dope, both, yeah, but then yeah. But then we both looked at each other like we we're on a fucking roller coaster ride. Like we were like, oh like when, <laughs> when that scene comes on and he's going, Chattanooga Chochu! Chattanuka Chochu. And he starts screaming and he runs out of his chair. <laughs> And there's a, a naked middle-aged couple in white body paint. Yes. Uh, strobe lights on everything. Strangers. Flash cuts of grotesque faces and loud, aggressive synthesizer music. All right, all right. And we really looked at each other like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, um, like weird science guys or something. Right. Like, right. Whoa. Yeah. And we were just like, holy shit. Way so then, world. so then we watched and We were like. Wow. Like in all kinds of ways. Wow. And we'll talk about it. But then I remember, this is me. This is like, he was like, yeah, I was fucking dope. <laughs> but the next day I crashed his house and, and I woke up and uh, I woke up before him and I just, I had put it on again. <laughs> like, it was like, you know, like 10 a.m. And I was like, oh, man. I just want to check this out again, man. Like, what? I want that feeling again. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it was cool. It was good, you know. And he loves it. But it was just like, I was like, ah, ah, again. You know, because I was so haunted by it. We were really stoned, of course, too. So anyway, that's the beginning. And so I don't really have much to say. It's just like, uh, it, was, oh, it was very mysterious for me. And, uh, you know, it's a very obscure film. It was called The Manipulator on VHS, and that's what he got a bootleg of. So I'll, I have one anecdote for it. Well, I would always proselytize to you guys, to for the show, to everybody yeah, I know who's yeah. ahead was like, fuck with this movie. Yeah, yeah it's Buddy one G- of the
2: first movies you mentioned to me. Right, Buddy
0: G-, G. Oh, really? You know, I was like, fuck with this movie, right, when Mickey Rooney died. Anyway, I have one anecdote, and then I'll move on, about how it's been webbing through my life. Okay. So... It, um, uh, a few years later, me, Matt, and this other bunch of crazy friends of mine were looking through the uh, the weekly paper. There's a, I was in San Francisco at time, the the San Francisco Weekly. Yeah. And we're just going through it, like, ah, what are we going to do? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Bands playing. <laughs> and we go, Mickey Rooney is at this bookstore, yo. Oh, like, BJ shit. Link's at this bookstore. And <laughs> we're like, Link. where is it? And it's like, oh, that's down the. Well, when is it? It's like, oh, it's today. Oh, it's right now. <laughs> like, but it's like it would we would it would have taken too long and we wouldn't have probably made it. So we're like, I this happened. This is reality what I'm about to say. I call up Booksmith on hate Street.
1: Nice, of course.
0: And I go I don't know what I was thinking. We are all Maybe. stoned. I was stoned 100% back then. So it was like, <laughs> hey, and I took on an accent like, uh, hey there, is Mickey still there? And, and this very nice woman at the, you know, worker there, she was like, oh yeah, Mickey, Mr. Rooney's still here. Yeah, it's been great to have him. And I was like, man, oh, alive. You tell him that this is uh, his old friend from Nevada city. And I was hoping to make it out, drive over and say hi. I put on more of an accent, like, come on now. Mickey Rooney, darn it, I missed him. I'll have to see him again around the band in Paul Springs or something. I was making up all this bullshit, you know? And she was like, okay. And I was like, you know what though? Just just tell him, I said hi, just tell him BJ Lang said, hey buddy. (laughs) And she's like, and and she's going like, okay, hold on. BJ (laughs) Lang says hi. and she, I'm going to absolutely give it to him. He's right over here. Oh, so, my anyway. God. So oh he my fucked God. you fucked with Mickey Rooney? Yeah, I did. I trolled Mickey oh Rooney. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like 92 or something. 1992. Oh. So uh, you're welcome for that one. That That is a thing that existed on there. Oh, Twitter. my God.
1: So, Marcus, yeah. you, you... So, you know, obviously, going back with Tom, you know, on this. This is a movie that he shared with you. He actually... This was... You know, I'd only recently heard about BJ Lang Presents. I think while we were... We were doing another show during the cast times. Well, we're we'll, we'll just doing a one fucking hour episode, and you drop V.J. Lang presents. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck oh. that is. Oh wow! And then yeah, and then and then you. So you, but you have a personal history with uh, it with him.
2: Yeah, not not, like, not a very deep one, but is one an early one that Tom mentioned to me. And I think yeah. when I met him, you know, uh, I didn't. Uh, I knew he's a, a super head on movies, and I oh, like yeah. obscure stuff, but like it's just just no competing with this guy. So. No, not at all. Um, you know, so it's one of the first movies he recommended to me, you know, like, <laughs> if you, go, if you <laughs> go, you know, like, I, I don't know, I just didn't do like whatever weirdo cinema, but he's like, go check. He's like, oh, you, you want to see something weird? Check out BJ Lang presents. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, the good stuff. Right. You right. I got the inside track right. on, on the realness. Right. So I went home and watched it and I was like, what the
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, it's like, pretty, <laughs> I don't know if we're even emphasizing enough, like... We're, we'll yeah. get there. Well, I mean, we're definitely going mean, to get there, guys. Just hold on. Like, everybody strap in, <laughs> you know, because we're going to get into, you know, because odds are you've never seen it. Right. But we're really going to get into the nitty-gritty on what makes this movie fucking insane. But Marcus, continue.
2: Yeah, through. I don't know if I appreciate... I appreciate it more this time, watching it through. The first time, Tom, <coughs> there's, there's interesting set pieces, but the first time I watched, I could all I could see was, like, bad TV lighting. You know, sort of a putrid, TV movie, uh, TV movie lighting, yeah, yeah. yeah, sort of a putrid yellows and browns. It's like, there's like yeah. two tones in the movie.
0: So what's the problem? And,
2: uh, <laughs> and, and Mickey Rooney soliloquy mm-hmm. for a two like for an hour. With the bats right. of
0: Cyrano de Bergera. Right, right. It's like knows.
2: 15 minute chunks of him. And the problem was, but, but, but uh, yeah, so I couldn't see past it that, that time. So so, uh, yeah, I realized I was not cool enough for BJ Lang the first time. The first We're time. That, yeah. Yeah. So you weren't but ready. you know, now I'm a little bit older, a little wiser. Yeah. And I found more of appreciation for it. Can I say
1: you identify more with BJ now? But right. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's like uh, I, I'm watching this for the first time a few days ago. That's so interesting. Okay, I've, wow. I don't know. You never saw this,
2: BJ Lane before? No, no. He's <laughs> saying like he
1: never even heard. of it. I never even heard <laughs> yeah. of it. I have no idea what this it's is. Funny, you know, like this is god damn no. Oh, you heard of <laughs> the
2: manipulator?
1: No, 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 no. Stop. That means that means it really is that obscure. <laughs> no, it's re- I've wow. never heard of this movie Shit. at okay. all. And so I'm watching this, and just for quick context, uh, I was with some friends uh, two nights ago. One person was gearing up to write an article about this new film coming out called Skinamarink. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of this, uh-huh. which is a low-budget, hard art film that's now being like embraced by the zeitgeist for some reason and made almost $2 million at the box office. It just makes no sense at all. It's just one of these random things that's really catching steam. So we watched that movie, which is like... If you know, I should watch that. Yeah. First. Well, we watch, yeah. So it's like it's super Maya Darren Stan Brackich inspired hard art experimental <clears throat> filmmaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And you know, I mean, it had moments, but it was also like, okay, you know, where's the fast forward button a little bit, just a little bit. And then okay. <clears throat> we're like, well, I got this other thing, guys if you want to check out this other thing. (laughs) And so we put on as a double bill, Wow! BJ Lang presents, and then we all turn to each other. And I mean, just so, so the context of like coming off of a hard experimental Mm -hmm. film going into this movie, which really plays like an experimental film. Uh, BJ Lang, yeah. Yes, BJ Lang does. Absolutely. And then we're just like, Oh fuck yeah! You know, oh, really? Because, okay. Well, because well, <laughs> high first, fives. Well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. you were on the roller coaster. Like, yeah, like, no, we were. Wow, because <laughs> like, the first
0: ten minutes—that literally is, happened. The, yeah, like, like but, but we but looked the, at each other.
1: But the first ten minutes really delivers with like crazy yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. the crazy cutting, and you're like, "What is this?" And yeah, like yeah. there's a woman's orienteer, and yeah. Screaming and, of course, there's awesome synthesizer, like the synthesizer soundtrack, which I'm sure we'll talk we'll get about. into. Gil Malay of uh, shoutout, done a dramatist strain at right then. You oh know? really? Oh, yeah. Shot out the the score, everything. So it just it just was like we were in the perfect headspace. That's great. That's good yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Were you guys weeded out or uh? a, a
1: little? Okay. little you don't out. have to. No, no, no. We were, but I think I think, I think it, it goes well the with context. That <clears throat> when
2: you watch the film does matter.
1: Yes, okay. yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that happened for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, you can't get it on Redbox and bring it home. Redbooks and watch. You got a little
0: I'm glad you got a little uh ro- on the roller coaster. Yeah, we, program, we did. We That's did. That's killer. Sure, so. Anyway. So, well, anyway, yeah, let's let's cut to the quick here about like what is this film? Yeah, so, what the hell I is- I have an opening um sort of like chunk as I call it about like uh <clears throat> I guess I lo- I guess I always wind up doing this larger cultural context bullshit, but I I'm <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is I I associate it with uh I'll make an uh, uh, like there's a there's a parallel example of the mm. kind of thing I'm talking about. Sure, uh, and I'll set that up and then get into why I'm bringing it up. Okay, so Chubby Checker. <laughs>
2: That's where we're starting. Wait, yeah. Is, is okay. His acid album. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, Jesus. So Chubby <laughs>
0: Chubby Checker is known for the twist, like, let's twist again, like yeah, we yeah, did yeah. last summer. So all, all good, everything's cool. Not unlike sort of like, you know, fresh-faced Mickey Rooney d- making like Andy Hardy movies in the 40s. Like right. Everything's fine, everything's nice, let's have a good time. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, so then Chubby Checker, what's he doing around the time of B.A.J. Lang? He did an album. With songs called like Stoned in the Bathroom.
1: <laughs> wow. And
0: Goodbye Victoria, which is like this kind of like, like big, Whoa. like Prague statement kind of epic. Oh, cool. So he did, uh, it's not like, you know, like mind-blowingly, like, you know, it's not like brain ticket that band or something. Yeah. It's not like Ooh. not that far. Oh, yeah. sure. But I'm just saying it's it is Chubby Checker. <laughs> right. And he's like stoned in the bathroom. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is like, um, what I've always responded to partly with B.J. Lang is like specifically the casting of Mickey Rooney and how um, you know, uh, like it's an example of of a thing where I'm assuming that a lot of uh, middle aged people at the time, yeah. were trying to get with it. Yeah. so they're they're not baby boomers and they're like hitting forty or whatever in the early seventies. Mm-hmm. So they're doing um, they're literally doing all kinds of therapy to like purge their soul. So mm-hmm. they're doing like spiritual guidance and mm-hmm. est and um, and literally LSD and like you know getting divorces and stuff like that and then like doing a lot of intense um, <laughs> psychotherapy. We're like you know like like ego washing, ego right. breakdown stuff where they're like screaming and crying during the therapy sessions. So that's and and so I, I think the, the the anecdotal, the shorthand for me is always that scene in The Simpsons when Krusty the Clown. They do like a a, a classic reel, you know, like Krusty moments. And he's singing the doors, like right on through. And he's on his back. He's going, (laughs) (laughs) and then it cuts to Krusty, who's watching the reel of his history, (laughs) you know, on TV. And he goes, What was I on? Right. Right, right, So, um, not
2: remembering that at all. Yeah. 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 Generational kind of. Clash, right? Like the, the the older generation catching up to the younger one. Well,
0: not even catching up. They're just they're or trying. They're to, running with it, and well, like, they're like in over their heads immediately. Yeah. Well,
1: and it's also like total like a weird kitschy slice of Americana that goes way wrong. You know, like you know, taking out of that context and into a totally weird acid. Well, 70's I think they product.
0: have like maybe like if you're twenty and you're yeah. blowing your mind out on acid, you know, you don't have all this uh, baggage. But if you're 40, you're like, you're like, and you're like, you know, like you're, you're, you're tripping balls. It's like, uh. Like you're just going through like layers of like oh the first divorce ah oh. or you know, <laughs> like, whatever you know I don't know I'm like yeah. I hate my my you know uh, my life I hate my life basically it's a hate my life kind of thing other than just like right. let's look watch the sunset you know right. so so that always amuses so me so why are, yeah so, but so, so related so, to the movie yeah so yeah. so well I mean so you've got uh, well for, I want to also say another thing there was a mythology at the time that me and my friend Matt had about this movie was we looked at the end credits and we we're like who the fuck made this like mm-hmm. what that's a big question and you see yeah. the the director credit. And it says Yabo, you know, (laughs) Y-A-B-O Yabo Yablonski. And I, and I went immediately, I immediately went, that is not a real person, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a, not a real name, and I went Mickey Rooney, that is Mickey Rooney, Mickey Rooney wrote and directed oh. this, this is my theory, Mickey Rooney wrote and directed this mm. under a pseudonym because it seemed so personal, like, like I was just saying a minute ago, Like, yeah. I'm screaming at my divorce in right. a handful of naked people at a group therapy session, You know, like and I thought this is all Mickey right. straight up and down. And he
2: would really be BJ Lang, right? With right, yeah, TV. no, but it, I thought like <laughs> this
0: is not, there's no Yabo Yablonski, because the name sounds it's retarded. It's so weird, It's like, yeah. excuse me, it's, it's, it sounds ridiculous, like yeah. Yabo Yablonski. Right. Like, that sounds like a this weird bad made name. Up, name. Yeah. But, uh, plot twist that is a real person there is a director named Yabo <laughs> Yablonsky. he passed away We're he made a bunch of other movies he did a documentary about Willie Nelson yep. in the mid 70s he's a real dude right. and so that's not Mickey Rooney so, right.
1: so that's weird but
0: back to the point it, it, I, I'm sure and I have wondered this what level uh, was Mickey Rooney um, influencing the project because mm-hmm. it's weird to think he isn't running the show. He because, has to be a huge part. Yeah, of he must be a huge part of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because because the life of this thing is it was a short story written by some hack actor and then it was taken over by Yaba Yablonski who wrote and directed it. But then Mickey Rooney came in uh, and I don't, I wonder if it, it, they considered anybody else for casting. Right. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. There's very mysterious well, still. People don't have any information on this film. Everybody's dead. Right. Who's
1: involved. Right, exactly. You know? It really does feel like something that's completely just like materialized into existence, at least for me like what where is this coming yeah, from what it, the fuck yeah. is this so so basically this movie plot wise is pretty simple i mean i outlined it at the top of the show but mm-hmm. you basically ha- it doesn't give you any sort of uh backstory orientation or backstory yeah i've thought about that today how of how these two characters in this movie um are in the situation so let me just explain it for the good folks at home so basically you you mentioned the opening scene with the rain, which is awesome, and you have this. You know, Mickey Rooney is walking slow mo in the slow motion rain. He goes into this alleyway, then he gets into a freight elevator, and the el- freight elevator takes him up to um, this giant studio warehouse room where all these dusty old props are really everywhere. Like Culver City kind of. Place. Yes, exactly. And then we find that there's a woman who he's you know he's tied has tied to a chair. And you sort of don't know what his deal is. Is he like really, uh, because he he's pontificating that he's a famous director getting ready to make his next like big opus or something, right? That's the idea. But he's
0: shouting directions at
1: mannequins. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, he's yeah. like,
0: let's move uh, stage left. Uh, yeah. Move those, the key lights over here. And then yeah. it cuts to a mannequin in the movie just going like, <laughs> you
1: know,
0: yeah. but you, it's that kind
1: of movie. <laughs> but but like you 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 don't know if he is really anybody like in Hollywood. Is yeah, he, I was thinking is he a Sunset Boulevard?
0: A, he, well, that's the thing. My the right. notes the notes for this film are often Sunset Vol- Boulevard meets The Collector, which Perfect. was a big film back then. Of course. Look it up, maybe yeah. mid sixties film about a guy who collects women uh-huh. like butterflies. Right, so right. it feels oh, like a course. hybrid. My theory has been that he was definitely somebody because he's having sort of Hollywood Babylon. Nightmare recollection, uh, uh, you know, um, 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 memories. Oh, yeah, that are coming Callbacks. to him. So I think that he right. was totally in the business, not unlike Mickey Rooney. he had the
2: makeup skills and
0: stuff. Yeah, and he yeah. knows the lingo. He's like, you know,
1: yeah, you know. But it was also kind of like I also thought. Shout out to an episode we did just a few weeks ago. I was like, was this also like a weird Rupert Pupkin scenario, as well, too, where he's an aspirational uh who knows? person who's super demented and cuz he obviously went out kidnapped this woman mm-hmm. who he in his delusional mind in the state whatever he's in in this acid state he's <laughs> in with this movie yeah he she's going to be his star in whatever production this is going to be <laughs> And there's just constant back and forth, and monologues, and soliloquies of <laughs> <laughs> this. This what is it? Cyrano? Is that the idea? Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, so that's the that's what he's channeling, or that's what it, he presents. Hell yeah, <laughs>
0: the, 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 that's what uh, she's the star of his production of oh, Cyrano. Cyrano de Bergerac. Right. Uh, yeah. Which was, uh, you know, there's film adaptations. I, maybe there was a stage production of it originally. The, yeah, the, the, he definitely
2: the, was in the business. He's got the huge like uh, prop department, and he's got, right. he's got all the costumes. Right, mm-hmm. he's got the sticks. You know, it's like a it's a nice pair. There's of everything. He's got a nice set of sticks there for the camera. Yeah,
0: and all the lights. He's got big fat like Klieg lights and stuff like that. So, right, but the thing is, in a way, hmm. I'd like to just say like- uh, But we're not given anything
1: in this movie ever of what the situation- Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Like there's the plot, <clears> which is very skeletal and right. very sort of, you know, like a-, yeah. uh,
1: like a almost It's kind of like, it goes like, whoa, crazy, insane, fucking trippy, dream, fever, dream, overload, long monologue. It's right.
2: crazy, fucked up, insane, right. hacked up- Set pieces. Set yeah. pieces, and there's yeah. Like, and there's like- six set pieces or something. Yeah, something
0: like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. I I just, uh, maybe get in the weeds. I I had one note, like for anybody who's, because the thing is, this film starts strong, roller coaster, and then like (laughs) there is a drop off because it does, yeah. slow down, which I still find somewhat compelling mm-hmm. where he's just like uh, being very pretentious and kind of like performing in a weird way to her, ironically, the, right. his performer, you know, about, and it's, and and I think the film is less pretentious than the character's pretentious, but it does calm down, quote unquote. Yeah. But then I, I would always say to people like, right around the corner, something very fucked up is coming. Yes. And you'll be like, ouch, you yeah. know, and, and, and it gets, it actually accum- accelerates and Wait accumulates it. Um, as it goes on. The second half of the film is, Almost all insanity, uh, oh yeah, so to speak, like hard insanity, oh yeah, totally. And and we're not. And let's maybe talk about it more for a second. Like I, I think I just rewatched it today again. I haven't seen it in years, but what I really responded to was, like, okay, it's kind of campy. There's like this really huge scenery chewing hammy performance by uh, Mickey Rooney, and uh, that definitely, you know. And that's mm-hmm. sort of fun. But I also feel like he's doing a pretty good performance. But but when I'm, the thing that got me was, the film is great in, as far as technique. And it's and what I was thinking of, it's very considered, and there's lots of killer choices. And you know, I was mentioning this before, but like, like the the way the party uh, unfolds is a party dream sequence. Yeah, it's
1: like a satiricon esque yeah. overload. Yeah, like because, indulgent. Because
0: the thing is, it's a movie with basically two people, but suddenly the the the, the setting yeah. is full of tons of people, and right. they all look like really crazy freaks. Yeah, Man. and I'm like, who are these people? There's no one in the credits on IMDb you know for this party sequence but anyway all i'm saying is like the technique yeah. and then i'll open it up to you guys it's just sure. like like um it's your birthday it's like unfolding very subtly i was really paying attention to the to the to the choices and the set especially the sound design oh yeah it's like really baller yeah and then like uh and then the editing is really wild but it's all still considered and they're building a mood where it's like like there's rising synthesizer like and then there'd be like, yeah. like, like, um, whispering, like, like, what? And then cutaways to like random strangers' faces. And it's like, like, it's all very considered. They weren't just like goofing around and like, that looks weird, throw in the strobe light and go, Bleh. Yeah. it's like, um, it's like not storyboarded exactly, but it's very much Felt. considered. Yeah. And I was really appreciating that, that there's, uh, sure. A method to the madness, and there's some serious technique going on. It's Cool
1: wide-angle lens too, in that absolutely that makes it that that makes it feel like absolute just like totally what the fuck. It feels like drugs. It also feels the like, shot mm, cuts, movies on drugs.
0: The sho- and 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 just in yeah. all up to you guys, but like the sound, the shot cuts. Just for example, would be like a mannequin horse. Like uh, through uh, through like a fisheye lens, like uh, you know, for like like half a second, you know, like uh, with the corresponding synth, like you know, you know it's yeah, like yeah. that kind of movie, yeah. Like and out of nowhere, and it has nothing to do with anything, right? But it adds to the mood of it all,
2: right? I guess it's like foreshadowing or something when it cuts it all. It's a it's got tons of taxidermy in this movie, but yeah, all those little shot oh, yeah. cuts are like foreshadowing of the acid that's going to happen. You know, it's it's weird. I don't understand like what the intended. Market. What was the intention of the filmmaker? Mm. Like, did they did he expect this to be like uh, an art? It Doesn't it's kind of sits in a weird world where it's yeah, not I quite know. an art house film. I know, it's, but it's got this ho- big Hollywood actor. I know. So it's like, did they want, expect it to be a hit, or did they want? It? I mean, this is what what did they well, want he, from this movie? Can I
0: add to the confusion about this film? Sure. Is um. Like, I didn't know until the past few years with the innovation of, like, newspapers.com, you know, like microfiche film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Winding up, you know, like, you can just look at it online. Which is, you know, only in the past few years you could do that. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, me and a bunch of people, who you know, were obsessed with this film, looked it up. And it played only really ever in a double feature with a film called The Cult. Which is a Manson family oh, film. Oh, so weird. That so think about what the distributors thinking of B J. Link presents. Right. it's like Grindel. this right here. This would be perfect with the cult and then the Manson girls and yeah. Charles Manson like killing people. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like no. sure. I mean, I, yeah, in a way, okay. But you're right. It's like it never was an art house thing. It is sort of a pop thing. But I'll, I'll, there's one other thing I did just recently because this was very mysterious to me and it's it's still mysterious. But like I looked up the crew. And the crew, like um, people involved, were involved in like easy, like uh, an uncredited Easy Rider editor was the editor of the film. Well, she's from Easy Rider, the, right? The, Luana, and, and yeah, the, the, the actress. Um, yeah. But uh, but what I'm saying is like all these people, a lot of people were in experimental sort of underground circles yeah. who made the film, but also yeah. documentary people. Yeah. And so anyway, it's it's a very long hair kind of um, behind-the-scenes project. Yeah. But then it does have this, you know, like, failed old pop star, but it never wound up connecting with long hairs. You know, it's funny. I always think, hey, like, what would crazy hippies have thought back then? They would have maybe been, like, far out, man, but they probably never had a chance because it was marketed as exploitation. Art house people never, ever got a chance to even consider it.
1: Well, you know what it feels like? It really feels like, um, like... At its inception, it, it would appeal more to like a like an off off Broadway yes. avant crowd who would who would appreciate Absolutely. probably the like a two person play of that theater of cruelty right like, yes of the latter twentieth century totally but like that crew. Like got together with some experimental film crew, right? And they mishmashed ideas. That's pretty much what happened. That's probably what it is. But it's
0: but it, you're talking about like like who is this for? And uh, yeah, no, like I, like LSD hippie freaks didn't see it. I, and I, and I, my headline is about that. Just little thing is just like the most LSD movie ever. Stars Mickey Rooney, <laughs> and I, I'll stand by
1: that.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. it, it is. Well, it, go ahead. I think that the, the audience probably wasn't considered in a way like no. it's, it's this. It's this project. from project. The director and he believes in it passionately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned off-off Broadway. We were looking this up earlier, and I, Tom, yeah. about, I'm sure, is, knows this as well. But like, there the actually was a play. Yeah. Of this, uh, and start, it started kicked off in the late 1980s. Right. 19, well, no, it happened in 1986.
0: <laughs> Uh, I think Yabo... Like thought, hey, this has got oh, yeah. legs uh, in the theater world, and they did a theater adaptation in 1986 here in Los Angeles. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, here's Jesus. a little note, and yeah. then and then later, like a decade later, they did it again. They tried another like adaptation.
2: The, the 2010s. And then the, that? Yeah, they were single, really. Yeah. Maybe we should. I um, think we should do it. Maybe I, I think yeah, that's what you we're could doing do it. it. You could be BJ. Well, I think like uh, you, you know the, the, end, <laughs> the, end, the end. I'm, I'm good, like, enemy. Like when there's like she stands up and there's like clapping. Yeah. I think that's what he thought was going to happen. You know, like I think that he thought the director. In a way, he is BJ Lang because he's outside yeah. of the system. Yeah. He believes in this mm. project; nobody else does. He's trying to force yeah. on everybody. He can That's only a good get, point. Like, three other people to get involved. Right, in it, Right, you know? right. And then I think at the end, he thought everyone was going to like stand up and clap for him. You know? Well, it you is. Know? You know,
0: I will say, defend him. The, the thinking of that is it is very bold. As we're saying, like, and again, I mean, okay, the the sound is incredible. The sound design, but then also the score we were talking earlier, Gil Malay, who had just right then done Andromeda Stream, which was like a, a very f- fundamental founding kind of uh, synth score for movies, you know? Uh, the soundtrack came out, and this is like, the next thing he did was BGN presents, and it's an outstanding score. Well, it's not just hardcore yeah. prog rock synthesizer. It's also like really nice, spooky,
1: moody jazz. Well, too. it has like a quality. It has a theme. There's a whole yeah. world in the score. There's a whole full score. I was thinking like, uh, I don't know, like, like a Kraftwerk sort of vibe with like the, you know, like, cause like it, yeah. <laughs> that sort of sound just comes out of nowhere. Like when he's flipping out right in that first 10 minutes or whatever, yeah. it's incredibly like, oh, this is what we're getting in store for. Right. But I know what you're talking it about. Early. The, the sped up slapstick.
0: Oh yeah. Which is actually also the last thing you see in the film. Yeah. Like, this film is very prankster. The, the credits happen, and the last thing they're like, hey, fuck you, people who watch this movie. Like, you know what you're going to look at? Is Mickey again with hardcore, fast synthesizer <laughs> yeah, yeah. and him doing sped-up, mi- like, yeah. mimicky goofiness with a broom. That's the and one. then it's like, fuck you, the movie's over. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what? Also, the slate, there's a, a slate that that B.J. Lang has in the film. Yeah, right. And it says, like, you know, on the slate, scene 666, yeah, of course. like, like it's a lot of prankstery yeah. thing, and I feel yeah. like there's long-haired freaks who are behind the camera, right? And right. Uh, and in post, yeah. On IMDb,
2: know? it says a uh, it says wheelchair courtesy Frank Zappa, uncredited.
0: Well, no, okay, so I looked this up, right? Does it
1: really say that? Yeah. Well,
0: there's this <laughs> thing. That, well, it it just totally does not work because the film <laughs> came out like the same month that he got injured and wound up in a wheelchair. Who? December 1971. Zappa. It, it, there's a rumor, I don't know where it started, it's a little bit online, where it says that the wheelchair used in BJ Lang Presents, with <laughs> with, with, the, with the actresses in, was like, oh, that's, uh, you know, like, they got that after um, Frank Zappa didn't need it, he used to run around on it, and I'm like, okay. And then wow. I looked it up tonight, and it's wow. like, in December 1971, he gets injured in uh, London. Uh, and then he gets in wheelchair, and then the film came out in December in New York with the wow. cult. So that's that is the most thing. random oh, misinformation. Just, I know. Ever I, I love BJ time. math. You did some BJ math. Yeah. And where where um, did that even come from? Right. You know.
1: Yeah. If I can, just real quick, I wanted to circle back to the we were talking about how it it, it was tried to it was they were going to reboot BJ Lang presents as a as a theatrical production in the 80s. I just had a quick note <laughs> that's paired with that, like a little trivia on BJ Lang yeah. presents, which is. In a 1970 Baltimore Sun interview, Rooney mentioned the um, recently lensed BJ Lang Presents. I I just filmed it. I've been in a lot of stinky pictures and some that were not so bad, but this is the best picture I've ever made.
0: This is my best work.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Which
0: is awesome. Which
1: might be true. Yeah, because yeah. in defense of the film
0: and yeah. of Mickey is uh, it's a powerhouse performance. And I was yeah. l- watching it today, thinking, how is he? Like, just taking a step back objectively. <laughs> how is he? Yeah, like like what what do we got here? Because he's very hammy and he's going crazy, but it's it's a, it's a remarkable performance in a way. If you just you know are kind and generous to him, it's like he exhibits every emotion possible. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh I think that he really put his heart and soul as an actor into it. Sure. And he gave everything he had and then some. Yeah. And so I don't know, kudos to him. Yeah, you know, sure. and it's it's very uh it's very fearless, <laughs> you know. Sure. And and and, and it's like it's very hard trusting. to be so vulnerable and to put yourself he went to the edge and fell off. The
2: director put a lot on him. He has to carry the whole movie. The the woman <laughs> he's acting against gives him like doesn't give him that much to go on. plus mm-hmm. he has yeah. to be silent a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, so yeah. he he does yeah. he has a lot of responsibility. And he does a decent job. It's a little over the top. I think the I don't think he's the problem, even though his his performance can be perceived as being over the top, certainly. Yeah. Um, but part of it, I think it's just the choice to like have those long monologues and the dialogue itself is like so forgettable. Like I, you know, I just I can't even think yeah, of what he's yeah. saying for most of it. So it's just kind of like psychobabble. So it's not really his fault. He's giving it's, it as well, all. Well it's it's
0: very arched like a kind of uh, experimental theater kind of uh, it's not film dialogue it's not yeah. realistic dialogue they're not talking to each other it's like statements are made. Yeah. You know and
2: he's probably improv some of it too because he's all of a sudden going to the Chattanooga choo choo, turning 29. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <And the screaming.
0: laughs> let's
1: just because we're we got, improv
0: screaming, we got about I'm, I know there's that
1: <laughs> just because we got about 25 minutes uh, left on the oh clock. Oh, god, I know. Here we go. I know. Uh, I think it's a good time to start getting into just some of the set pieces. Uh, I agree. because there's some. Fucking There's set some people. doozies. Let's 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 can I let's ride to the sunset with that. Okay. Can I can I start with one because mm-hmm. it is kind of like uh, we've talked about the first ten minutes being pretty killer um, as far as like just a you know weird cultural curio, AV experimental, you know what the fuck. But uh, the the scene I think where you're really like for the first time. <laughs> What the like? I know what what you know. What I'm saying, right? Like this is holy shit. Same, same is 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 a is a hardcore reveal. So you kind of once you once you were with the uh, the female character. uh, What's her name? Carlotta. 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 Yeah. So once you're kind of with her, you kind of understand. Okay, there's this woman tied to this chair. What's going on? But like BJ's nowhere to be seen. It's like shadows and atmosphere. What's going on? Where is he? And all of a sudden, boom, he fucking appears in like half drag. Hello, makeup, <laughs> and you're just yeah. like oh well. It's like
0: uh, hard do. rouge, yeah. eyeshadow, yeah. big lipstick, like <laughs> beauty mark, and uh, and and he's and he's <laughs> telling and and it's a long scene that is almost exclusively a close up of middle aged, sweaty, matted, stringy Very hair, sweaty. unkempt beard, Mickey Rooney Oof. in full garish. Like, you know, boop boop, boopy doop makeup (laughs) Uh, and just talking for like it's like 10 minutes, or it feels like it. And he's like, um, what he's doing is he's channeling that he was a big makeup artist. Right. This character in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 And um, and at one point he even says, like, you know, Marilyn said, Daddy. Daddy, daddy, (sighs) daddy. Sorry. No, but he's like, at one point in the film, line of dialogue is like, Marilyn once said, Those aren't my eyes. As as he's making up her eyes, those are our eyes when I'm out
2: there. Oh, you know, there's like a makeup guy in Hollywood.
0: Well, that's the thing. That's Maybe the- B.J. Lang is a makeup guy, yeah. and then he dreamed to be a director. Yeah, and like, yeah,
1: right, okay. I don't know. I don't know, but that scene—it's
0: scene, it, it rips in its own. Yeah, qui- it's like the the weird, creepy ballad of the Prague album.
1: Right. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, well, you it, know, it's like, like it's, it's Peter Gabriel
0: around. Well, there. it's very, yeah. No, but I just mean it's like it's got a quiet, yeah. like aggressive insanity. Sure. You know, unlike the rest of the movie, which is screaming and strobes and, uh, you know, like a slaughterhouse, Yeah. And concertos and yeah. strobes.
2: You know, one thing that's <laughs> un- <I think> one <laughs> thing that's unfair this movie has to deal with is that it, it the way it has to live off of a VHS transfer. I know we're you know, talking about it that. It needs so, to be a Blu-ray. Like, I know yeah, someone needs to restore it because it's like you know the it's colors. I'm sure they shot it in a wider frame, right? Right off the bat, and yeah. so uh, you know the colors and it because it probably could. Be considered an art house classic. Sure. Well, you know, you know what's I mean, a like, hint is, it, uh, is
0: the, tr- the trailer exists. Like there's there's a nice transfer. of a There's a a Blu-ray trailer comp. Really? Oh yeah. Really. They put it out. It's on YouTube. Oh, but it does give you a hint at how good it can. Look. Wow. I mean, it looks pretty dope. I yeah. Because
2: I mean, like, there's problems like Ganja and Hess, right? That movie had some major problems, but it's ascended to another level. This movie probably yeah. has some shout potential. out to another one
1: fucking hour episode. Ganja and Hess. In the, in the well, Enterprise. we're picking set pieces,
0: so. Marilyn's eyes. No, but I'm saying maybe yeah. Marcus. Do you have a pet um, scene?
2: Well, uh, I think the best scene of the movie is the slaughterhouse. Let's get into uh, it. Or the what the meatpacking? Well, you mean yeah, that con- fucked
0: me up? Actually, well, you mean the concerto meets meatpacking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is classic. Well, can I say one thing? Sure. <laughs> like just to preface it, <laughs> it's your birthday. Is right, birthday boy. Is the beauty of filmmaking is this? There was a moment in on planet Earth. <laughs> where a bunch of guys who work at a meat placking plant have to talk to these guys doing cellos and and violins and concerto and going, hey, buddy, what's going on? What are we doing here yeah, at night right. in the morning? And he, and and the guy's like, ju, 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 ju. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like just just guys, just slap the meat around, and I'll just play the yeah, fiddle yeah. here. Yeah. And it's like that happened. Yeah, yeah. and it's on maybe, film, maybe. and it's in this movie yeah. where looked, there's a concerto yeah. playing amongst sides of beef, like in Rocky. Yeah, which is amazing.
2: It is like a music video. Predecessor, absolutely you know? and it reminds me of those promo films like the beatles did or something like when the, sure. the day in the life promo absolutely. film and has that wide absolutely. angle; mm-hmm. people can share uh, you absolutely. know orchestra people wearing costumes looking freaky totally but then it's got all those sides of beef and i love how it kind of comes uh, the, from a filmmaking perspective the way they blended those two worlds really worked they like the sort of studio that he lives in the warehouse mm-hmm, that he lives mm-hmm. in and the, you know, they obviously had to go to a meatpacking plant or something mm-hmm. to shoot that stuff. And it does blend r- really seamlessly, because well, well, you're like, all of a sudden, she's yeah. running through this well, hallway the hallway the, the, of the, beef. Well, it's like, <laughs> like she's
0: trying to escape, and she's going through the wardrobe department. And yeah. so the sides of beef are representing her going through the different costumes and outfits. Wow.
2: But because right it, after the guy's been killed, right? yeah, right.
0: Because it cross cuts, and the side's a beaver. Because yes, yeah, she just witnessed so the old crazy. old Charlie getting stabbed with the, you know, the the, the sword. Third
2: cast member, right?
0: They want they are like like hi, dead. Yeah, there's, there's like a so, wandering, and they all look so unhealthy. He comes out and he's like, and it's it's a Keenan Wynn, who's another old. Like, you know, like a Columbo yeah. hack kind of actor. Right. And he looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he looks well, like he hasn't slept
1: a day. We should explain for the people that yeah. basically, you know, it's a pretty much a two-person story that yeah. we've mentioned over and over again. But there is kind of one wandering, weird, drunk, possibly homeless person. Right, named Old Charlie. That's lurking in this warehouse. I'm just uh, Old warehouse. Charlie. Uh,
0: and he's and always, then, he's yeah. he's,
1: cr- he's crashing
0: in the wardrobe department. Right, right, right.
1: You're canary. Thank you canary.
0: Uh I I...
1: and then and then then it gets into this crazy meat. Scene. Um, yeah. But I have to say, like, when I saw this, I was like, how did they do that? Was this a blue screen thing or whatever? And cause maybe because it's the transfer of the video. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no shit, they really fucking went there and did it. Mm-hmm. And it really does feel like some sort of Eastern European, almost like, um, Crazy, weird, or like aeroball scene, like you'd see, like yeah, an absolutely. airball film.
0: It's well, it's 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 really classic. I'm glad you mentioned that it's right? classic surrealism, classic. It's like uh, yeah. on Shannon Deleu, yes, level. yes, but yes. it's on Shannon Delu, yeah. but with like 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 1971 film stock, right. right? And like uh, Prague album cover, like suitable for framing, kind yeah, of yeah. look, yeah. And so,
2: um, it definitely so is a like black really, box theater or something, you know, which it's almost like a black box theater that mm-hmm. the whole world takes place, yeah, in, of course, like yeah, the background just falls off into black nothing yeah 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 totally it's pretty cool well just can
0: i actually let's walk in a weird way it's fun to explain how outrageous these set pieces are by kind of walking through and explaining so like what you get is her going with killer uh, fish Islands lens uh, yeah. photography, her going through a hallway. Oh, that's the best. And it's such a great, great shot of her like, mysteriously going through in like, slow motion. this endless hallway, of course. Almost everything's in slow motion. In slow motion. But then like, um, so then that happens and she's running through the meat and it's all like crazy scattering, punk rock, quick cuts. And then it kind of calms down and she finds, quote unquote, yeah the meat packing guys who are by the sides of beef, who are amongst the, literally it's a concerto, like dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're doing the Philharmonic, and they're like, no, 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 you don't hear them. Yeah. And you see her, and she starts dancing, and 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 like uh-huh. at first it's sort of lyrical, like yeah, you hear it. It's not what they're playing, but you hear it. And she's dancing, and she has this very drugged out, blank, dead eyed, oh. like like what is it like, what is that like, um, 30, 30 yard glare.
1: Stare? Oh Stare? yeah, yeah. And she's
0: just staring blankly and yeah, dancing yeah, yeah, in yeah, her yeah. dress. But then the music that changes to like that kind of percussive moog synthesizer. Yeah, I love like that. T- 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 and you're like and it goes on Came here's on. the other thing all these go on for a really long they're not like accents yeah. this is the film like it's not like yeah. oh like there's that crazy 28 seconds it's like no. this is four minutes yeah, yeah. it becomes
1: kind of right. trans oh and then it ends with solarization where they invert oh the color. I was going to mention that oh, right, yeah the solarization little little accents are very nice she, she gets yeah.
2: under the spell and starts dancing and participating in that scene oh because she
1: runs into the like, concerto and the meatpacking
2: who wouldn't start dancing She's when you like, see a
0: concerto in the meatpacking packing, <laughs> disc, the yeah. meat packing uh, yeah, I was thinking yard. it's
2: supposed to be that she's like she's traumatized, she's starving to death, right? And so she's like, her oh, life. we're seeing the outward version of her inner hallucination. She is. She
0: is either has either always been as insane as Bj, or Bj has turned her insane. Things. True, and that's she's a
1: gonna, lost cause. We should explain that as well too, because that's another thing. There's a good portion where a lot of her dialogue is just.
2: BJ, I need food, Mr. Lang. Oh, Mr. Lang, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm hungry, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lang. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> well, quick shout out to Luana Anders, though. So sure, I'll but I got a screen. scene. I got to get in. Luana Anders, yeah, I got a scene too, bro. You know, so so okay, so Luana Anders, sh- big shouts to her. Um, I never knew her when I first saw the film, and then slowly yeah. you start seeing her. She's in The Trip. Yeah, she's in Night Tide mm-hmm. with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, uh, she's an easy writer. Uh, you know, with, and and so you realize uh, over time, or I did that she's one of those really cool people from Hollywood. That totally. In the early 60s, yeah. these people were doing the late 60s. Yeah. And it's Jack Nicholson mm, and it's right Dennis right. Hopper and it's, um, you know, yeah. uh, all those guys. Yeah. And um, totally. she was like one of the big uh, females in, in that scene. And so, like, she looks like she was really tied with Jack Nicholson. She's in like the
1: two Jakes. Well, can I know? say, <laughs> I know this because yeah. she helped to discover uh, or helped, you know, get you know, bring people together in this kind of emerging new Hollywood that was happening, and she actually is credited, I guess, as um, convincing an unknown Jack Nicholson to join her improv acting classes. Wow! So there might not be the Jack Nicholson we know today if it the weren't Luana for Anders. this chance sort of meeting between well, the two. Well, shout
0: eyes. out to her. It's it's a really that's another brave performance. Yeah. And and I'll just i uh, my 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 moment with Luana Anders is. Um, something maybe that's the most ill thing I've ever seen in the most ill movie I've ever seen, this film, is it's a woman who's gesturing with her lips like this, "Uh, uh," to a small spoon of baby food. I know. Because he's got it in front of her mouth, but it's just out of reach of her mouth. She's going, "Uh, uh, uh," and it's like, I think that's when my brain broke. I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? It's like, you know, like it's like grotesque it's, and it is very surrealism. It's it's yeah. it's it's you know, it's Arable level. That's, that's what I it said. Is. Yeah. yeah, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah.
2: The movie's supposed to, it's trying to make you feel how he's torturing her. I think you know, the life. film
0: and this is my note I think the film is in, its whole intention is to make you go insane. Yeah. It's like mm. a virus spreading. He's insane, then mm-hmm.
1: she's insane, yeah. then you're insane, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Man, that way Fuck it's yeah. very effective. Can I do a set piece? <laughs> um yes, if yes you can. Then um, the the only Yeah, please. You want a Luana? Luana well, no, I, I, I think maybe it's the same one. I don't know. I think we have to talk about it. Is it the same one? Now well, I'm confused. Mr. Lang. The, well, no, the one about where um, he's chasing her with the- Oh, Jesus. I, I timed it. It's about five minutes. Okay, so this is- Go a- for it. feels about it. twice that long. Okay, it's, it's all in slow motion and it kind of- I mean, when you say slow motion, oh, you yeah. mean like- Frames are ticking off. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. it is it's very it's slow. like um walking on the moon yeah in slow motion. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah it's oh, really slow oh. but it does remind like, me of- like if you didn't play it back in slow motion that sequence would be 12 seconds yes exactly. but it's five minutes exactly
1: <laughs> there you go that's a good way to think about yeah. it but it does remind me of shout out to um previous one fucking hour episode sledgehammer a little bit Ah, uh, yeah doesn't it Mm, Of course. Absolutely. It's definitely, if you're into the episode we did on Sledgehammer, you'd definitely be into this movie because, again, it's another movie that sort of is an accidental, maybe not as, Sledgehammer's more accidental art than this obviously is, but it falls in the same kind of category. And this one particular scene of him chasing her with like, what do you call that? Like a... Rapier, Rapier. like a rapier. That's right. Yeah, Uh, chasing her. Cyrano, right? Of course, (laughs) he's chasing her with a rapier. And he's wearing,
0: by the way, for ninety percent of the time in the film, he's wearing. A, a a Cyrano uh, big nose. I know, and he never takes it off. It's not in the beginning, but then the rest of the film, he puts it on once, and it's and on it's, the whole yeah time. The rest of the film, he's Always. killing, he's getting murdered, he's dying, <laughs> yes. he's you know like chasing, and he's wearing like yeah, grotesque, <laughs>
1: absurd looking nose. That's
0: <laughs> tough. Let's not forget that. Yeah, but yes. So yeah. the chase.
1: Yeah. So so then there's this crazy slow motion chase, and that's the to me the most trippy part. I agree part with you.
0: It's I, I wrote down some yeah. crazy notes like. Hardcore prog rock, yeah, like yeah. brain melting. No, but you know what? And also, <laughs> but, the strobe light in that time, no, not either. then, yeah. But the thing is, is uh, a big, big shout out because half of it, it is complimented, it's incredibly hardcore slow motion. Mm. And then the music, and this is a real shout out to Gil Millay. He's he, what he's doing is he's stabbing like single sour Moog synthesizer notes, yeah, and he's going through like times one delay with seriously long uh, uh, tail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but I mean like a tail. So it's like, so it'd be like, like noise, 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 (laughs) sound, sound, so it's that times one times yeah. one is a very trippy yeah, it is. Uh, pace it, is. it has a
1: lot of yeah and killer and it could, delay work yeah exactly
0: so the so the sound I mean I've pulled i made mp3s of all these songs really these sound parts oh, yeah shit, absolutely Share them bro listen to them you know yeah. on the drive home so, so uh <laughs> of course you so, do. well okay I have a set piece okay, so go ahead. um
1: but that one is guys, no no it's incredible that's a killer and I felt moment. like
0: timing it yeah it's it's about five minutes of your life and that's the thing because <laughs> most films Uh, every other film is sane because it would not do that because it would be like it would get trippy for a minute and it would be like "Eh, we're doing like 40 seconds on that really intense slow mo thing but they're like no five minutes. minutes live here yeah this is why this exists this yeah. is what this film
2: is right and it's not like something they stretched out for the link for the runtime, like, like like to pad you know, it like or anything. the no, it's, 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 it's this is
0: a choice it's an artistic statement okay I've, Go ahead. we're running out of time i got a set yeah. piece that i feel is the heart i realize is the heart of the film okay now earlier i was talking about you know like Krusty the clown is having mm-hmm. a like an ego death breakdown <laughs> of acid and psychotherapy you know Love chubby that. checkers not you know doing the twist again he's like you know lying on the floor screaming for his mother and crying (laughs) and so there's a scene in this film called you know the party right so uh and it's a great moment and what's really exciting about it is it's true the film does open up you don't just have uh him and her yeah it's suddenly lots of people and i'm I'm very mystified i don't i probably will never know well i'll never know we'll never know who the people were in this party scene because there's like over two dozen people and they all look like real wild freakazoid kind of like groupies maybe like male prostitutes weird old ladies they're
1: living in the other units of the of the loft is what i think no
0: (laughs) no don't say that (laughs) the other loft dwellers no like
1: no in real life
0: (laughs) yes exactly well the thing is this like i said behind this the the camera there's a lot of freaky freak brothers energy yeah Yeah, so they're probably all just friends of 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 the crew that's what i meant so um but anyway this set piece is really important because uh it's basically bj uh it's slow motion and there's sort of moody jazz going on mostly Mm -hmm. in this section and there's all these people and they look really wild and it looks like a really cool party actually and like he's going around and he's like kissing everybody and he's just he's shorter than everybody so he looks like weird and pathetic and kind of hermunkulous and kind of like sweaty and like stringy haired like love me it's uh, uh, all these like people at this party and they're all like all these cool 20-year-old hippies and he's like love me uh, and you know and it's and at one point it just disintegrates into like pure uh, like 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 pure cinema, yeah. where he's just um, he's being hugged by like these dozens of people, yeah. and he's in the center, and he's just going, bah! and he's screaming, <laughs> yeah. he's crying, he's laughing, he's yelling, he's angry, yeah. he's sad, yeah. he's happy, and he's going through all the paces of being a, a human with emotions. No! in the center of all these people who are supporting him going through his thing. So it is like an ego death, like like he's having a second birth well, thing and, and, you know, like experimental like group therapy. Yeah. And well,
1: it feels, yeah, it feels like a, like a sort of ayahuasca, or like a perfect, yes. or, or like a like a perfect. Like, like a est embrace, like a yes. post, all of that yeah. and more. <laughs> He's embrace. having that,
0: and then and then the scene's not over though. So that's this the heart of it, and I do think this is the soul of the film. This right. moment, yeah. and it Jeez. ends though. It winds up because it's another long scene because mm-hmm. it's the point of the film. Are these moments? Is um, the party's happening, and he just starts going, love. Love, and he's just screaming to himself, uh, like amongst the, the the tall people. Love, and 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 then the thing is, and we were talking about this is like um, all these. I love the choices that this film makes, and it's all again very considered. Sure, there's moody jazz. You don't otherwise oh, yeah. hear. You don't otherwise hear the party ever. Right. You just hear him come up going love, and it's of course drenched in echo. Love, and um, and he's screaming for love. And there's a, a, a baby yeah. in in there. So there's all these twenty year old hippies, yeah, 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 and then there's a little freaky. baby. And he starts focusing on the baby, and then he just starts sweating like a monster. And he's looking at the baby, and he looks like he's really. Collapsing behind his eyes, and he's law. Lo- he's not Mickey <laughs> Rooney. Like, he doesn't know his name anymore, and he's just going baby. And he starts just hugging the baby, Jeez. and he's hugging it like right. like like it's a person hugging their own life yeah. and love. The baby's him, yeah, yeah. And I my theory is that the baby's him because he wants to go back to the womb yeah. and be yeah, innocent before. A, well, last thing before the corruption of all these Hollywood people. Yeah,
2: oh. it's really that, that analysis of it makes mm. this film that on the surface it just seems like a, a babbling. Yeah. Psychopath. I sound insane. The, you, I was just thinking <laughs> yeah. like,
1: People are gonna think we're making this up. No,
0: go ahead. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, By the um, way, the f- prank uh, trolling. There's no movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's no movie called BJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake. we're, we would call movie we're BJ just Movie Fucking line. around. <laughs> I am just, I'm just making this up. What
2: well, sounds like? I mean, at the surface, of this movie just seems like a, a Mickey Rooney sh- shouting, you know, for <laughs> yeah. a 90 minutes or whatever. But oh, that analysis of that scene makes it seem very subtle. Yes, they're not coming. You know, when you're looking at it through the lens right. of Est or uh, scream right. therapy. Yeah, that rebirth scene. You know, well, I have I have two it makes notes of like that. a subtle. You know this movie that's not subtle at all in any other right. capacity. Well, just yeah. But well, that I, moment does seem very yeah. clever and like well right. uh, considered well executed, like, like, and yeah. it's and yeah.
0: it's like doing what it, it had an intention and it kind of succeeded. Yeah, shockingly. No, I know exactly. There you go. No, I have a, a couple <laughs> notes on that <laughs> Hell, one. I forgot to mention that the, this whole episode, the party scene, starts with Bj alone in the chair as he often is, and he's just saying, "No, f- no friends, no family." no friends, no family, just alone. And he just says, zero, <laughs> zero. Like that's where yeah. his, his head is starting and then has the fantasy. Second little thing is there's the um, the very progressive psychoanalyst called R.D. Lang. Yeah, L-A- that's right. I- L-A-I-N-G. I've always had a theory. Oh, of course. For all these years that it's a clear reference. B.J. Lang presents to R.D. Lang Presents, R.D. Lang Presents, is because uh, R.D. Lang he, he was very famous. I'll try to give it a shorthand, but like his theory was um, a very progressive idea of psychoanalysis.
1: Self-help kind of guy.
0: No, well, no? It, no, it was more like, and I'm making this very simplistic, but like right. his idea in a button is just like, um, just go crazy right. and mm-hmm. just let it all hang out. Right. And if you want to stand up and take off all your clothes and pee on the floor, just do it, just do it. Just feel it Get and it just out. go, Get just, it out. just go and be, and Release. exist and exist and exist and exist. And there's no barriers and just, right. I mean, short of like murdering somebody or yourself, right. or maybe you murder yourself, yeah. you know, just like be, exist, 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 mm. before any kind of like societal mm-hmm. constraints or even like personal hangup constraints. And just be, scream, hate yourself, like, like you know, or cry, start crying, you know, like just be, huh. exist first and be truly honest with yourself. Right. And. So that means, of course, yeah. B.J. Lang is referencing R.D. Lang's psychoanalysis. So, wow.
1: so so do you think that there's some, like, is Can't it possible? But is, but is it possible that, like, Mickey Rooney really was going through all this stuff with these, you know, programs? or he must. The anal- being now? I
0: don't know like, specifically, but he must have. Right. Because it was in the zeitgeist. Yeah. He was Krusty the Clown, 71, yeah. too. Right.
2: right. Just, yeah, because it really was a part of the culture. that zeitgeist. was got skidoo, yeah. right? With, like, you've got all the old... Yeah. Old actors, right. doing, he's in, he's doing in Skidoo an ass movie. too, <laughs> right? in yeah. yeah. right. Or like the Everly Brothers have a psychedelic album. Yeah, you know, it's like everyone was trying doing new things. Trying it out.
0: Let's do the twist again. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. It was yep. it was it was what everybody was doing for like like eight months, Jeez. you know, and like uh, after Easy Riders, like 1970s, right, when right. the film was shot. So anyway, so those are, so yeah, the party scene, I think is I think you put it well, like. It's actually a well, it's monster scene. success Yeah. Like and and it's very uh, evocative. And 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 just to, to put a button on what you're saying is yeah. I think there's clear evidence, all the evidence I need uh to to know that he did go through this kind of therapy is in those
1: scenes. Those scenes, yeah. Because that's not that's acting, what it's about. That's, not, that's acting. Yeah. That not acting.
2: That's why he would be contributing to this movie, you know, and right. like and and would be giving so much of himself to it because he believed he had to You have know what? It. How
0: about this? It's art as therapy. Right.
2: There you go. Right. That was another kind of like wild idea. Wild idea. Yeah. (laughs) Which is you're
0: not making art to make money or be famous. Right. Or to like, you know, have Mm. ego. You're here to do art to like, like go through something, which is actually getting very Orterowski. Totally. This is a very, you know, and guess what was a huge midnight movie. Right. Right. When BJ Lang comes out. is El Topo. Of course. And, and, you know, like John Lennon and Yoko are like, like obsessed with. El Topa was just, and by
2: that's the way, what scream therapy.
0: No, is. and by the way, actually, yeah. the Beatles, the John Lennon's not a bad example. It's like, yeah, like she loves you. Yeah, yeah, totally naked album cover. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: like yeah. Uh,
0: right. four years later. Yeah,
1: mo- yeah, screaming mother. Like screaming brother, with yeah, naked
0: yeah. album covers, but you were doing like, like she loves yeah. you. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, it might as well be Chubby but, Checker.
1: Yeah. Well, we got about just two oh, minutes Jesus. left in the goddamn hour here. I don't know. Uh, I have a lot of notes. I know. Uh, I don't know. I know, Maybe. but I just, we you know, I we just covered want, a lot. Yeah, we we sure did. I mean, this yeah. this de- definitely. If, if you, I'm I'm hoping it sounds like to many people out there, this is one of the most fucking insane movies yeah. you can possibly experience. It, it really um, is yeah. for several reasons. Yeah, yeah, and and it's very Tom <laughs> to me in a lot of ways. When I when I was watching it, I was definitely laughing at just you know, <laughs> the, it's a lot of your sensibilities on display in terms of the things that you really respond to. Yeah, that's true, and I think there was even maybe a sliver of you may not wanting to. Peel back the curtain to share <laughs> this movie with the rest of society. Like you were saving it for a little some little protective over there. little little protective. No, are I don't are know you about
0: protective? But just uh, were you
1: saving it for some
0: big? It's you just have big plans for it. I don't know. I've had a problem my whole life, and this sounds like a douchebag thing, but no, it's tell like, us. I feel like I don't even want to start trying to articulate like things that interest me because like like 1% of the population will care, you know? So it's just like, oh, my whole life is just like, oh, forget it. Don't, I don't know. BJ Lang, I don't know, I don't know. But I, but like, I do like to double down sometimes. And and, yeah, in this case, sure. Because look, most of you are like a hard no yeah. and I I respect that, and I understand that. A yeah. lot of reviews, like a Letter Letterboxd, hates this movie. I know, like almost every Letterboxd we should is say a, that. as a hard no. Most people, but hate like this movie. one out of ten of the IMDb comments are like, uh, "Oh, it's brilliant," but everyone else is like, "Piece of shit." It's a lot of people who are just Mickey Rooney fans. Yeah. on Antip or <laughs> right. like, what happened? Right, which I love because right. I, I think of I think of a guy who's um, going to the movies and seeing this, like, "Oh, I loved Andy Hardy movies from the '40s. I love Mickey Rooney movies, him and Judy Garland," and imagine getting smacked in the fucking jaw by this film <laughs> yeah. like 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 we had our experiences yeah. with this but imagine being yeah. just a fan of like old timey hollywood andy oh my rooney uh, mickey rooney right. and just being like oh my god
2: well, yeah, it works both ways though. It's like imagine being a an art house experimental movie fan, and then being being confronted with, with Andy Spring, Rooney, yeah, Sweaty yeah. Mickey Rooney, Mickey Rooney. Yeah, I know not Andy Rooney. Yeah, I know it yeah, goes yeah. both ways. It's <laughs> true. It is,
1: it is truly. I'll just say at the end, this is a absolutely a cultural artifact. That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. This is a slice of history. Yeah, you're right, and a, a real curio artifact. And I'm really glad we did it because Me too. Man, we didn't, there's no other circumstance in which we would have. All right, everybody. Um, Oop, that was the hour let me stop yeah, i'm hearing the fletch thing <laughs> that was is, my, that, is that your uh yeah ringtone? the fletch theme is my <laughs>
0: ringtone <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. um
1: all right everybody that was one fucking hour on bj lang presents yeah. wow amazing happy birthday tom thank, thank you You <laughs> know,
2: it's almost not enough time i know not even close
0: <laughs> thanks for indulging me of course um and uh yeah um if you didn't like it, you know, I, you have been you have been warned. Yes, you've been warned. <laughs> it's a film for just yeah. about nobody.
1: It's true. It really is not a civilian, yeah. uh, made for civilians.
0: We're making it, we're actually, it's another problem. I'm not extending. I'm just saying uh, it's hard to make it. We make it, we're making it sound more fun than it is.
1: Yes. That's true. Like and you
0: and when you just describe the film, it sounds more fun. So go, oh, shit. But it's just like when you do it,
1: it's something else. Well, it's this painful is painful at times. This is gonna be a good way for there are people. A few ways. This is gonna be a good way for people to digest all the things about the movie. I mean, it's it's Maybe kind it'll of help your the viewing. Yeah, this is your Cliff Notes decoder ring on <laughs> um, BJ Lang presents. But all right, well, let's talk about next week. Shall we do it? Should we just mm-hmm. get into the what's what's on the horizon? So um We have, next week, we're doing something pretty radically different. Very excited. Yeah. I mean, this was different. We're doing... This was very different. We're doing the
0: contemporary decade. We are, which is... That's really saying something for us. Yeah.
1: Avatar, too? Well, (laughs) I'd do it. No. Uh, We've done Babylon, which was... Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Contemporary. Yeah. But we are doing something that uh, technically, I guess you would say, is television. Right. Right? Which, even though it's not really television, because it's the streaming... Thing, uh, Who knows But these, it's kind these TV. terms these days. Yeah. The way I look at... Uh, is oh, no, it, TV? it is television. It was on television. Fuck. It was on Comedy Central. Right. But I'm saying, the way I see it is
0: just uh, the running time uh, matters to me with these classifications. Yes. And it is feature length. Feature length. So I kind of look at it like yes. it's kind of a
1: movie. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be doing, uh, as next week's One Fucking Hour, we're going to be looking at Nathan Fielder's, a guy we've referenced on the show quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canadian comedian. Canadian comedian. Who's been... Uh, tearing it up with Nathan For You and recently his show... The Rehearsal. The Rehearsal. But I think the best thing he's ever done and I think uh, something that definitely begs hard dissection is his uh, feature-length finale of Nathan For You, which was uh, Finding Francis. So next week... it's great. We're going to be doing one fucking hour awesome. on Finding Francis. And I got to tell you, I'm really excited about that because there's a lot to fucking talk about. Yeah, a lot to unpack.
0: Also, just we're like... I guess we're all Fielder uh, fanboys, so... Yeah. You know, just, just a love fest for him. Well,
2: all the way back to Side of Smooth.
1: for With Fielder? Yeah. Really? You?
2: Well, I mean, now I like it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, it's like,
1: you know, for me, it's... it's oh, Man, he... I guess out of the rehearsal, there's been a lot of debate, I think, around Nathan in terms yeah, of his retention yeah. and what his process is and mm-hmm. is it like ethical and yeah. is it... There's a lot of... Interesting things to unpack there, but I think finding Francis is just one of the more fascinating things I've seen.
0: And it's a kind long of time. proto the rehearsal in a way. Oh, it is. Like it's 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 a bridge between absolutely, uh, you know, yeah. his, his half hour show and right. the longer form and the and the more uh, kind of deep and less uh, gag oriented
1: uh, rehearsal. Yes, it uh, is. Trend that he's had absolutely, recently. absolutely.
0: Uh, so yeah, great. So oh, we're gonna, so so we're going to be looking at it a as, different kind of insanity.
1: Yeah, no, a very different kind of insanity. But we're going to be looking at it as a standalone doc. I think that's the context in which we're looking at it as. So anyway, next week, one fucking hour on Finding Francis. Um, Anything else you want to say to the good people uh, before we uh, let them go? Uh, You know, give the
0: movie, give B.J. Lang a shot.
1: But, uh, (laughs) you know, feel free to turn it off, you know. (laughs) Or not watch it at all. Or do you want people? You want people to see it. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's it's
2: on. It's are rocky. we saying it's on YouTube? Oh shit! You can still watch say. it at one point five speed. If, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it might not be fast enough. Yeah. we. Uh, well, no, I was going to say 0.5 speed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the movie's on 0.5 speed. Um, but we uh, yeah, yeah, we should say everybody that uh, B J Lang presents is on YouTube under the name. Yeah, that's true. The, yeah, the VHS. Oh Jesus! Give me my bag. Sorry. Oh, give me my,
0: really? my bag. Oh, just really quick. Just give me my bag. Um, yeah it was called the it's uh, the VHS release thank god it was put out on VHS on Vestron video uh, in the 1985 mid 80s and um so indeed it's 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 been distributed mostly for its uh, VHS title Oh shit which is The Manipulator Wow
1: punching on that there you go
0: <laughs> Yeah Oh my prize god. possession
1: baby. I got to get um, one of those. So it's called The Manipulator. Painting.
0: Yeah. So, so on YouTube, it's called The Manipulator. 1971. Uh, that's how I watched it today. Yeah. You know, so yeah. uh, it's all yours if you want it.
1: Yeah. So just go on YouTube, search uh, The Manipulator that 1971. That so horrific. I know. It doesn't we'll even also, look, like doesn't <laughs> look like him at all. I know. It's insane. <laughs> all right. We'll also, okay. we'll also get a, a link in the description directly to the YouTube video if you want to watch the movie still. Yeah. Shout out to that. All right, everybody. Well, we can't leave you, uh, of course, without your moment of zen. And uh, all right. Take it away. All right, guys. See you next week. Take care. Bye, Bye
0: everybody. Yeah. From wherever we are.
1: Bring it we'll over. Bring
2: it there, over. Andy, <laughs> come on. No, no, no. <laughs> come on. Talk, talk to Mickey. Yeah. No, no,
1: no. no. <laughs> you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey.
2: <laughs>
1: My God. <laughs> <laughs> he's, this guy is suffering from ostrich breath. He's oh. got he's got ostrich breath. Oh man! <laughs> oh man!
0: <laughs> Motherfucking
1: goddamn orange peel beef. <laughs>
0: WICKED, MAN.